0: Welcome back, everybody. This week, week nine, episode nine of the Greek and Out podcast is brought to you by none other than the Greek people, because it is a very important day, Nico. Yes, sir, it is. It is, in fact, March 25th, which is Greek Greek Independence Independence Day. Day. So very important podcast. We're going to be dropping the knowledge on you. We're going to be spreading that Greek love and pride and joy for our country, the motherland. That's what it's all about. It is. So get ready, strap in, buckle up, because we're taking you on a ride. Per usual, we're available where all podcasts are available. So that
1: includes Spotify and Apple Music, of course. Um, And great news, I finally took out the lazy in my life and made an Instagram account
0: for Greek and Outpod at Greek and Outpod. at Greek and out pod. No spaces, no underscores, no capital. All one thing.
1: So there you go.
0: Um, hit it with a follow. We'll be posting stuff based on the stuff,
1: stuff that we talk about in episodes. So
0: DM us stuff. We'll post that too. I don't yeah, care for sure. Uh, we'll try and fill up even a story.
1: Yeah. Because this
0: platform is for you. Not for us.
1: So follow it. End of discussion
0: now. A few
1: amends from last week. Oh, I did have one. Um, So as you all know, my Bapu loves his candies, but he can't enjoy his candies 100% unless everyone's on time to the breakfast. So I remember shortly after my cousins had listened to this or to last episode, they're like, dude, you never talked about the time. So my Bapu likes to get breakfast early. As a college student, and I don't really have too many morning classes, I like to wake up at 10. 11 o'clock. Our babu likes to go to breakfast, 30, 9 o'clock. But, if you're not, five minutes early, you're late. So, we always rush to get there, five minutes early. I've ran a couple of red nights, and I'm not proud of it. Um, And it's the worst, because if you're late, he'll look at you, and he'll look at his watch, and then he'll look at you again, and he'll put his hands out, like, what the hell? And then you can't enjoy the rest of your meal, because you're, my papa was disappointed in me because I was not timely, and then they like to make jokes, and then my cousins we always like to rag on each other, like oh, but you were five minutes late, et cetera, et cetera. So that was my amend for this week. Besides that, I was perfect per usual. So
0: yeah, everything else was fantastic from yeah. the last episode. We have no amends for that, but oh, we there's are. One. Oh,
1: uh, we we did put the intro in twice.
0: Yeah. So apologies. I'm about not. That. that is a technical difficulty. Yeah. I have. Tried to fix it, edited the sound in the episode on my end. It looks fine. There's only one intro, so I'm not sure what happened. But fast forward through it, you but, know. Yeah, thanks, to Mary, for shouting that out. I don't know if yeah, it's still I error, got but... Aleko told me. Yeah, that's yeah. when I tried to fix there you it. Go. But without further ado, I think we might just get right into it. Let's do it. So our first segment is going to be Greek invention of the week per use. and this week being such an important week we have to give you the most important thing that the Greeks have ever invented. And, Nico, go ahead and read our definition for, drumroll please, everything. The Greek invention of the week is everything. Now,
1: Webster likes to define everything as all that exists.
0: And I want you to read their second definition, because this one pertains to us just a little bit more.
1: All that is important.
0: Yes, Because the Greeks, as we know, have invented everything that is important. Now, last week, we said we were going to fact check me on paperclips, as I said that they were unimportant. And, in fact, Johan Valor, a Norwegian, invented the paperclip. So, that invention is not Greek, and it will remain in my book of stupid inventions. And unimportant, obviously. Yes, unimportant. Unimportant. But I would say that from a young age, we as Greek-Americans are taught that the Greeks invented everything. It's portrayed in countless movies, such as, but not limited to, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, and our grandparents throughout the years. You know, Papu's favorite thing to say is, this is a Greek word, this is a Greek invention. And it's true, because regardless of what aspect of life you're talking about, the Greeks invented it, as long as it is important. Now, we are going to name a few exclusions from the rule that are unimportant things, or I guess not exclusions, but just, just a few examples of things that are not Greek and do not fall under the category of everything because they are stupid. Now, number one, the aglet. Unimportant. Extremely. Stupid, overhyped. People talk about it all the time, like Jesus himself invented it.
1: No, okay. They had that whole Phineas and Ferb episode. On they that.
0: did. Unimportant because it's not a Greek invention. Next,
1: a spring, springs. The hell do you need springs for?
0: Yeah, I mean, stupid. Extremely stupid. I cannot even believe that somebody came up with this, and do will come at me with. Whatever you want to talk about springs for, you could use something else. Okay? I got a good one. What?
1: The plastic water
0: bottle. Yeah, that's killing the, the environment. environment. Exactly. Do you even care about sea turtles? God. And you think plastic is a Freaking is a worthwhile invention? Coral is out here bleaching themselves to death. Uh, honestly, <laughs> how are we supposed to live with that? Pull one up for all the coral that's bleaching themselves. Pull up for all the coral. God. Um. What else? Disgusting. I think that's. Well, yeah, well, so we People can, can understand. They, you just look around. Yeah. Look at something stupid and say to yourself, is that Greek? Yeah. No. It's well, no, stupid.
1: Yeah,
0: no, it's not. It's stupid. Extremely. And then if the answer is yes, you know, because this is a flow chart, the answer is yes, then obviously
1: it has some important reason to it. Yeah, and it's, it, just, it's it, important. That's the only way I look at and it. And
0: then you have to say to yourself, do I own one? And if the answer is yes, good for you. Clapping for you.
1: The answer is not. Buy one. Buy
0: one. Why are you what waiting? What are you doing? What are you waiting for? Honestly. This is so,
1: exactly like when we talked about kriti Pack up your bags, turn off the podcast, and get to it. Yeah, go. There's no exception to the
0: rule. Hop on that train. And with that, concludes our segment. Greek Invention of the Week, everybody. Everything. All right. So, next segment is the history of Greek Independence Day. Now, if you are unfamiliar with such an important holiday, let me just say that in 1453. Greece fell to Constantinople until the revolution in 1821. Now, that is roughly 400 years of slavery that the Greeks were put through. Let me repeat that. 400 years of slavery by the Ottomans. So, March 25th, on 1821, the Greeks decide to themselves... Because today is an important day, which, if you're unfamiliar, is the Orthodox Church's celebration of the Annunciation to the Theotokos, when Archangel Gabriel appeared to Mary and told her that she would bear the Son of God. They say, we have Mary on our side, we have Jesus on our side, we have the Church on our side. It's time to put an end to this. And it is the first day of the Revolution and the Greek War of Independence. Nico, hit us with some history. So, Greece had been part of the Ottoman
1: Empire since 1453. We all know that. Roughly 400 years until the current date of that time, which is uh, March 25th, 1821. The Greek revolt was precipitated on March 25th, 1820. Uh, awesome. When Bishop Iarmanos of Patras raised the flag of revolution over the monastery of Aia Lavra in the Peloponnese, The cry, freedom or death, became the model of the revolution. The Greeks experienced early successes on the battlefield, including the capture of Athens in June 1822, but in fighting ensued. And by 1827, Athens and most of the Greek islands have been recaptured by the Turks. So, started off great, was beating out the Turks that we've been under rule for 400 plus years, or maybe a little bit less. Roughly, um, roughly estimate. yeah, estimated. Um, and we're going well, but you know, five years later... Turks brought it back on us. Fourth quarter rebound.
0: Yeah, they blew a three-one lead mm-hmm. in the finals. But it's not over, because as we said in past podcasts, podcasts, the Greeks have always been on the right side of history, and the world loves the Greeks. So, in their time of need, who helps the Greeks?
1: The world. The world,
0: and specifically, Great Britain, France and Russia intervened in the conflict. The Greek struggle had elicited strong sympathy in Europe, and uh, they basically went and helped the Greeks fight against the Turks. Uh, one man in particular, Lord Byron, was um, particularly influential in this. He is one of the most famous famous English poets of all time, A lot of strong works and a huge lover of the Greeks. He was considered one of the world's first true celebrities in the sense that we think of celebrities today. And he gave up everything he had and he went to Greece and he fought on the battlefield with the Greeks because he loved them so much. He wanted to be a part of this movement. Not Greek, had no Greek ties, but he had the Philotima, which we talked about before. So, he uh died in 1824 in Greece with them. And though it was not a battlefield injury, he didn't die on the battlefield, Uh, he had some complications and ended up getting a fever and malaria. But he was right there with them, so he gets all the props, in my opinion. It's a
1: five-star effort. For
0: sure. Yeah, maybe even more. Probably like a six and a half. Yeah, they should put a statue of him next to the park. They probably I. should. I, I bet you there is. I didn't look it up, but I bet you a hundred bucks there's there's a statue of him somewhere. But uh, tell us what happens after that. So
1: during that battle, the you know the British, the French, and the Russians they uh, they destroyed an Ottoman Egyptian free, probably easily um, because that's three big forces right there. And uh, the revolution ended in 1829, and uh, a treaty was established. Of a, and Greek became an independent state. Um, Russia gained a lot on the Ottoman Empire and everything so it was great win for us terrible L for the Ottomans thank God they took the L they took a big L um, but besides the fact now that's that's pretty much the end I mean Greek they became independent um, from what they did there is arguably
0: good or bad um, little uh, fun fact for you about this whole ordeal we all know the Fustanella It is the uh, traditional, uh, for lack of better term, skirt that the Evzons wear. And if you'll notice, it's pleated. Nico, how many pleats are on the Fustanella? Why, it'd be 40 times 10, Dimitri. 400. 400. The same number of years that we were enslaved by the Turks. So, it is very, uh, very important, very, what's the word I'm looking for? Symbolic. Symbolic, yep. And uh, so now, in celebration of Greek Independence Day, towns and villages throughout Greece hold uh, school parades, uh, school children march in national Greek costumes and carry the Greek flag, and in Athens, they have a armed forces parade. Same with a lot of places here in America. I know Tampa, I believe, has one mm-hmm. every year.
1: Yeah, they're big. Um,
0: and a lot of other places with big Greek communities are since yesterday was Sunday, our church had their Greek independence day luncheon. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Greek school kids read their poems. Uh, Tony Asimenios gave his speech about the Greeks coming to America and just a a big uh, potluck of Greek pride is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. And I'm sure if you were in Greece today
1: or whatever it was, if it was yesterday with the times and everything, um, the level of emotion in the air and the Philotima. And all of that is probably
0: just overwhelming. I couldn't imagine being there right now. That'd be cool. Yeah. Today that'd be, is that'd be something else. Right. Today's 2019, 1829. So uh, we're coming up on 200 years. Today's 190 years. Right. 10 years, 200. Be there, be square. I might, that might be a trip. I you think that is definitely the trip. Yeah. That would
1: be really cool for 200
0: years. Wow. I mean, I'll be in school at that point in time, but who cares? Ten years from now? Oh, shoot. Ten years? Ten no. Long. I'm not going to be in school. <laughs> i have a job and a family. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I will be taking time off. Yeah, My employer, please, if you're listening to this, requesting my time off now well in advance. Yep. Uh, um, one other fun fact for you. It is a feast day in the church, as I mentioned, the Annunciation. So, if you are fasting...
1: Knock yourself out.
0: Look at the rules. Today's a different fast day. You can have fish. I know that for a fact. And uh, I Actually, I had fish today. Uh, yes. Yep. At Angie Subs. And we celebrated with subs. Big shout out to Angie Subs. Shout out to the girl that recommended
1: the yeah. sub for me, if you're ever listening to this. Uh, I I actually love you. That sub was amazing.
0: Um, yeah, she hooked us up yeah, with the good, sub, good subs. sub
1: for the fried chicken.
0: Because nothing days. less on Greek
1: Independence Day. Nothing less. She probably saw us, and she was like, wow, those two guys are Greek. I got to give them the best service they've ever had.
0: Yeah. And, and she like, did I can tell
1: you, she did. Yeah. She was a very nice.
0: So guy. Angie subs, shout
1: out you. Angie subs, Peruvian sauce, baby. pass the left pass the left
0: So our next segment,
1: another classic,
0: it's time for everybody's favorite. Greek of the week. Favorite. It's not favorite. Yeah, I just yeah, wanted to not, say yeah. that, but Greek of the week, everybody, given the circumstance, we are giving you someone extremely important. He's very okay? important. Actually. Yeah. Now, do you want to read it or should I read it? I'll read it. Okay, go for it. So our Greek of the week is Prince Philip,
1: Duke of Edinburgh. He is the spouse to Elizabeth II, Queen Elizabeth II. Current Queen of England. Which is insane. Of course, he had to give up his citizenship to
0: join the the royal, royal family, family. But Greek at heart. Most people don't know that the royal family now has Greek blood in them. Probably had it before. I I don't know, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. But uh, Prince Philip, he's not full Greek, but he is in fact Greek. If you have ever seen the Netflix documentary series The Crown, the first episode opens up with him uh, doing the ceremony, uh, giving or yeah, giving up his Greek citizenship and becoming a member of the Royal Navy. And so, shout out to Netflix for uh, you know that. That little that little shout-out to us. Shout-out to you for the shout-out to us. I appreciate that.
1: Um, he was born June 10th. That's the day after my birthday. I'm born June 9th, uh, 1921. Uh, he's 97, which wow. is wild. He was born in Corfu. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Corfu's a cool place. Um, and then he married uh, Queen Elizabeth in 1947, and they've been together since. So that's about 60, 70, 72 years. That's insane. Actually, um, yeah, they, she's had a long reign. She really, dude, she's crazy. Remember that meme where she was supposed to die? Yeah. uh, Like just earlier this year. How wild would that have been? If Um, the meme was right? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, obviously, uh, he was the fifth child of their family of Prince Andrew of Greece and Denmark. Um, and Princess Alice of Battenberg. So I'm not really sure where that is. But he had four elder sisters, so they were really trying for a boy here. Uh, they had Margarita, Theodora, uh, Sicily, and Sophie. Um, he was baptized in the Greek Orthodox Rite at St. George's Church in the Old Fortress in Corfu. Uh, his grandparents were his paternal grandmother, Queen Olga of Greece, represented by Princess Olga of Greece and Denmark. And Alexandros... Kokotos, the mayor of Corfu. So the mayor and the and the queen has something going on. That's pretty interesting. Um, shortly after his birth, uh, his maternal grandfather um, died in London, unfortunately, and uh, he was naturalized British citizen, uh, British citizen, and he began a career in the Royal Navy. And that's
0: where the Netflix documentary picks up. Shout out once again. Shout out again. Um, and. The, he had renounced his
1: German titles and adopted the surname Mot Motbatten, Motbatten, an anglicized version of Battenberg. Uh, during the First World War, owing to anti-German sentiment in Great Britain, um, after visiting London for the memorial, Philip and his mother returned to Greece, where Prince Andrew had remained behind to command an army division embroiled in the Greco-Turkish War, which we actually just talked about. Um, well, we didn't talk no, about that No, this, 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 this was the greco Turkey. This was 100 yeah. years after. Yeah, so that one was from 1919 to 1922.
0: and uh, So that's a little bit of history about the guy. Yeah, cool Super guy, cool. For sure. And uh, definitely shout out to him. You know what? If the queen passes before him, God, God forbid. God forbid. Knock on wood. I think he should marry Betty White. That would be a power couple. I think they should have hired him to be a voice actor in Ponyo. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, Ponyo has mad Greek roots. I know. I was surprised. I made fun yeah. of you for it in the first podcast and now that we talked about it. it. I do because I, I think that I feel a segment coming on about it. we we'll watch it week. one day, yeah. Yeah. All right. and I think that concludes this segment. So on uh, this next segment, we're calling it Real Recognizes Real. Uh, Nico is going to lay some knowledge on all of us because I am not actually quite sure about any of it. He sent me a little snapshot of it, said I want to talk about this in the next podcast. And here we are. So I will say it has to do with the Yeron of America, Archbishop Demetrius, and uh, his involvement with American politics. And they're going to talk to us about what they did to recognize the Greeks in America. So, big news.
1: So, everyone knows our president, Donald Trump j trump um the honorable and it started back in the day so it started in jimmy carter's um presidency of the united states and so it was about i think it was about 30 to 33 years ago somewhere in that time range and that's when they were inviting greek americans around that served either served our country or lived in the area near the white house and stuff like that and they were invited into to the white house for a greek independence day celebration and so it's kind of cool that the leader of argue, the greatest country in the world. I mean, don't get me wrong. Greece is great. But as far as economic standpoint and political and everything, yeah. uh, United States knocks everyone else. Even
0: though we it. are Greek, we yeah. are still American. For sure, yeah. And uh, we won't ever forget that for sure, but um, we're very
1: fortunate. But um, Donald Trump, as we all know him, he can be often rash at sometimes or brute. And you kind of get to see his more uh, – what's the word? Like – Political. Personal side, personal. Yeah, kind of get to see more of his personal side, and uh, he. There's probably about a hundred Greeks in here. It's it's in this room. He has uh, Bishop uh, Demetrios. I'm pretty sure that's how he, that's his surname and everything. Bishop. It's either Bishop or Archbishop. But no, it might not be Archbishop.
0: He's in charge of the DAD, so he he oversees yeah, all of America yeah, when it comes crazy. to the Greek Orthodox
1: Church. And so, this is a quote from Trump. Uh, The United States and all of Western civilization have been profoundly shaped by the extraordinary achievements of the Greek people, stretching all the way back to ancient times. You've brought jobs and promise to cities and towns across America, and you've deepened the bonds of affection and renewed the pride of patriotism that unites us as one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. So that's crazy. The president of the United States, the biggest, most successful country in the world, is recognizing us Greek people and our independence day and what we fought for in the white house, the most important building in the, in the United States. So that's kind of crazy. Um, Like I said, it started with Jimmy Carter, but not, not one year from that first year to this year has that day been missed. Like Trump on this specific day, one of his advisors told him that he had a certain meeting that he had to go to or something like that. And he canceled it just so that he could, celebrate with us Greeks and acknowledge that what we've done for this country and everything. And so I just thought that was pretty cool. Um, So real recognizes real.
0: They're real. We're We're real. Real
1: Real recognizes real. And uh, he there's a whole 17 minutes, uh, 17 minute and three-second video on Facebook. It's a Greek City Times and it's President Trump hosts Greek Independence Day celebrations. Uh, they had, I think they're no they had a local church's dance group dance in the White House. And oh, think, how dope would that, that have would be been? Sweet. Yeah, I, I want to do that. that. They were doing um, I think they were doing uh, Pontic. Okay. Which is an interesting choice. But um, yeah, so they had people dancing, they had Greek food. Um, there was a bunch of, he recognized a lot of people like in the upper levels of the, uh, presidency that were Greek. So like a lot of, uh, senators and stuff like that, that were Greek Americans. Um, so it's just really cool to see such a successful person, the most successful person in the world, in my opinion, um, who runs the most important country in the world, uh, recognize the second most important country in the world. Greece. Amen, brother. Amen. Um,
0: I'm going to say, even if you don't like the guy, if you love him, if you hate him, if you don't care about him, you know? Acknowledge that he did something good,
1: right? You know, for us, and that's big because, like, not to get into
0: politics or anything, because I hate doing that. But like, I agree
1: with some stuff, disagree with some stuff. We'll leave it at that. But like, you can't not like that. Like, yeah. he's literally he's bringing people into the White House.
0: Like, I don't even care if you're not Greek. Yeah, exactly. Acknowledge like, that that it. he did something uh, profound and acknowledge the feats of another country and another people that's not his own.
1: Yeah, but for sure. But we really just wanted to let you guys know about that because obviously real recognizes real.
0: Yes. For sure. Um,
1: and just you gotta you get to see a little bit more personal side of Donald Trump and who he is as a person. Um and kind of where his morals stand for sure. Cause I think that's very
0: important. Yeah, you can't have a
1: complete psycho running right the United States. Yeah, we'll which, leave we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, and but, I think that that's yeah. a pretty short segment for today. I think that concludes it for, for
0: real now. recognizes real. Real recognizes real, baby. So our next segment is going to be Greek word of the day. It's going to be super short, but it is Patriotico. This comes from the ancient Greek language and means patriot. You could see that clearly. This is definitely one of those words that your papa would be saying. This is a Greek word coming from Patriotico, Patriot. So there you go. Um, But in the ancient language uh, and ancient times, I should say, this combination of city states that is now greece was the only people and language in the world at the time to have a word for patriot um they were also the only people to have a word for liberty might i add but it's very important to realize that even from such an early time when you know most other civilizations were not even blips on a radar and the ones that were were doing you know whatever they might be doing The Greeks were already an evolved society where we had a concept of what it meant to be a patriot and a member of a society and, you know, have liberty and justice. And these are ideals that America is founded upon and that you still see throughout Greece today, throughout their entire history, almost. So Greek word of the day, everybody. Greek word of the day, baby.
1: All right, and for our next segment today, we have a nice good one that we haven't done in a minute. Uh, it is Greek World Records. And so we got about five up for you today. Uh, one person made three of these by himself. Uh, so so he's, he's the
0: man. He's the man. We'll start Shout with out. him.
1: Uh, his name is Costas Karepidis. And basically, he's a martial artist. And uh, I don't, I'm don't, i not sure where the certain region is from. It's kind of like a jujitsu thing. And so the first record he broke was the most reverse of an opponent within a minute. And uh, so that's kind of like a move, I guess. They do. Uh, the previous record was 30 by two or two Italian jiu-jitsu athletes. It 30 reverses, and he beat it with 34 reverses. Um, the next one is try for the most multiple reverses of multiple opponents within a minute uh, using the Arimi Kogeshi technique technique. Um, he had been the record holder with 51 cuts, and the new record also belongs to him now with 65. Uh, and then the next one... No, wait, 68. No, right here. I'm, I'm reading this one first. Oh, shoot. Now, I just ruined it. Now, the last one is the most cuts with a katana sword against stable objects within one minute. The record here's, was an here's American. How we'll,
0: here's how we'll flip it so I didn't ruin it. Okay. okay. He has the new record of 68 with 68, cuts. which, you know, when you're breaking records, it's usually a very uh, competitive field. You know, yeah, you've got so much margin. time to do so much. Nico, tell us what the previous American held record was. Less than half of that, Dimitri. It was 30 cuts. So he jumped from 30 cuts to, to 68, 68 cuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Because he's the man. He's the freaking man. Costas, come call us, okay? We... We want to meet you. We want to meet you. We want to have you on the podcast. Now, the next one's one. We a want good to hear one. how you
1: did it. Everyone loves this stuff. It's, it's, a, it's a classic. It's the largest Bugazza. And uh, the largest puff Patriot Bugazza was weighing in at 401 pounds and 11 ounces. That's that's incri- that's crazy. It was on June 1st in 2008, and the dimensions of the Bugazza were 60 feet by 6 inches, or 60 feet 6 inches by Let's see. Oh, it was a thin one too by one foot 11 inches. For, I mean, for 60 foot Bugatza, one foot uh, width is kind of crazy. And then the last one, one I will
0: say though, you know, that's just, that's really standard size. Like when you tell you, yeah, you're hungry. Oh, yeah, 100%. She'll make you that 60 foot one
1: for sure. But um, the last one, I'll let Dimitri
0: do this one. Okay. (laughs) The last one is in the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, The Greeks have the longest word. The word is mentioned in uh, the famous book uh, named too long for me to say, um, but the the word is ancient Greek, which I cannot read. I don't know what it mean. I, I don't know ancient Greek, but lucky for me here on LinkedIn, they've got a English version of it. So I will attempt the first part because it goes so long that I would be here for yeah. much
1: Go to, go
0: to oh, here. That's too far. Okay, okay, okay. Go to here, and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll continue
1: okay. after that. Lo padota matcha sella chagala okrianiolipsano drimi fio kicchi And then it keeps going. It doesn't even it, it won't Um let me go
0: this on. word uh does uh pertain to cooking and a procedure specifically. It does not only include the ingredients. <laughs> But also, like it's, it's, it's so it's the procedure
1: seventeen sweet and sour ingredients and the shark, procedure to make it, including shark, dogfish, crayfish, pigeon, chicken, hair, cheese, honey,
0: herbs, and more. Um. So it's pretty excessive, but I love it <laughs> on the on the screen here. That's not the end of it; it runs off the page. It's yeah. so
1: long. It literally won't even let me like scroll to the right. I so think I she did it. it on
0: purpose. The lady who wrote this, even she says, I read. I am fluent in Greek and ancient Greek, and I cannot read this word. Yeah. So. so, shout out Anastasia. Yes, uh,
1: Vasilio,
0: Anastasia Vasilio. Appreciate you've written it. a wonderful article here.
1: And whoever wrote that word, which was, as uh, Aristophanes, the comedy playwright, and it definitely so the word before this was held by Shakespeare. It was horrific ability denit. Tatubus.
0: It's 27 letters. It's
1: 27 letters. This one has 173.
0: Yeah, so Greeks screw you, no Shakespeare. Yeah, screw you, dude. You're
1: not even important. <laughs> Who even cares about him? I know. Only Greeks would make such an important word. So now, whenever you gotta know how to make this thing, you only Just need to say, say that the word. word. Yeah, and not really only really are you deal. gonna learn
0: what's in it, but you're gonna know how to make it. Exactly. So there we go. One last bonus one for you. Oh, heck yeah. The, uh, they're planning a new... Oh, yeah, that's cool uh, uh, world record in Greece as of now in Thessaloniki. Did it say?
1: Uh, I believe it was Thessaloniki. Yeah.
0: And they're gonna plan the world's largest Pontic dance, which is insane because it shows you a picture, which I assume is from the one before that. And, and it just looks like, awesome. It's like it two hundred people
1: in a circle, and it's like it's only like a six step. And you dance. know how they
0: got their arms shaking yeah. and their hands hey, are like going shaking. up in the
1: air and everything, so it's super dope. So I'm curious to see what that would look like because. A lot of Greeks trying to do one thing at the same time might be kind of difficult. So,
0: Well, not if it's dancing. because if it's dancing. We're, 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 we're in pros, sync when it comes yeah, to that. for
1: sure. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. But with that concludes
0: this segment. Yes, sir. So our final segment for today is uh, how the Greeks changed the world. We've already given you two over the past month. We said the last stand of the 300... We said how the Greeks single-handedly stopped the Nazis. Single-handedly. And although there are a plethora more, this one is going to blow your minds. So, I'll set the tone. The year is 1776. July 4th. The founding fathers of the United States of America draft the Declaration of Independence. Send it back to England. Starting... The American Civil War. Now, as you all know, they eventually win, they beat Britain, they become their own uh, country, and now are one of the greatest countries in the world, according to Nico and I, and most people. But, what does this have to do with the Greeks, you might be asking yourself? Well, Nico, what is a profoundly Greek idea that was far, uh, formed in ancient times? Well, obviously democracy.
1: Yes. Which is what we base our government system on today.
0: Yes. And although you might say to yourself, because you're an ass, oh, we're a democratic republic, not a pure democracy. Get over yourself, okay? We're, we're still democratic, and that is a, a Greek idea. So... Hop off my case, mm-hmm. but like we said, the Greeks invented it. So let's take this down and br- break it down. Break it down a little bit. Of let's course. break it down. Wiki, wiki. <laughs> um, the Greeks invent democracy. Democracy is good. Democracy allows for personal freedom. Britain Demar- <laughs> is a monarchy. Monarchy bad. Monarchy say. You do this. You do this. You have no personal freedom. I am king. I say, what you do? Stamp Act. Tax. Tax. Tea Party. Tax. Tax. American people. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. The Americans say, we have had enough. <laughs> and what do they do? They revolt. Because democracy, which was invented by the Greeks, was good. So, here you have it. Without the Greeks... No democracy, no revolution. We're all British. <laughs> that was so funny. There you go. There you have it. And, well, we're not. We're still Greek.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. But everybody else is British. And thank you for Greeks making democracy, because obviously it's important.
0: I would like to shout out my roommate, Michael Jones. Yeah, because he's the one who brought this to the forefront. Yeah, for sure. And made me realize that it is because of the 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 Greeks that we have America. You're welcome, America. <laughs> You're welcome, America. <laughs> On top of this. Uh, we have to add the section about how it changed the world. Clearly, America has been involved in both. We're back-to-back World War champions. Yes, sir. Um, right, gentlemen. Done a lot for the world. You know, we're, we are a superpower. We stopped Stalin. Um, stopped Hitler. I mean, stopped Jesus. Hitler. <laughs> what more Well, could you no, the asked? Greeks did that. The Greeks single-handedly that's stopped right, the Nazis. Right. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. Um, but, yeah, so without America, the world would be a very different place because – it's one of the greatest countries in the world. So there you have it, everybody. That has been our Greek independence day episode for you. Um, We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. We did clearly try to add a little bit of comedy into a very serious subject, but be proud of who you are. (laughs) That's true. Okay. That's all true. I don't want to hear it from anyone. Monarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Come at me. Um, But if you have enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review. As we said, Uh, Follow us on our new Instagram account, Greek Greek and and out out pod, P-O-D. P-O-D. No spaces, no no underscores, no periods. Just Greek and out pod. Yes, sir. Uh, You (laughs) will find a picture of us on the front. It is very similar to our picture that is the cover of our podcast. But the picture of our cover on our
1: podcast would not fit into the circle, and I got really lazy and didn't want to cut it or anything.
0: Uh, I think it's good that it's just a little bit different. I agree. We're getting some uh, cover art made for us currently. Shout out Meech. Uh, and well, she's got some competition now because yeah, because Tyler, wants our to number one fan. Uh, Tyler, dude, I told you, Tyler, Tyler wanted it. Tyler. Oh, Robbie's friend. Oh, yeah. Well, Tyler, if you make us some art, I will be very happy. But our number one fan, uh, Kat, Kat Simeonides, she gets that title as of now because she always comments on our episodes, always texts me personally, and has left a five star rating and review. Yes, and. BT important. dubs. She sends in more segment suggestions than anyone I know. Yeah, we've probably done at least six or seven. Oh, there. absolutely. Yeah. So sh- shout out you. I know you're shout at volleyball him. practice right now. You're going to listen to this when you get back in the car afterwards. You- you're really helping us out. Tell your friends whether they be Greek or not. And if you do not, we will send the Greek mafia after you personally. 100%. Of course. If you value your life, if you value the lives of your loved ones. You'll tell your friends. Come to me in my own house. You ask for my wife or my daughter. My wife. You asked for my on this the day of my daughter's wedding. Yeah. You don't even mention Greek in that podcast to me.
1: Jeez. That's that's number one flaw right there. But as always, we're available everywhere. Podcasts are available. Follow Greek Not Pod. And we'll see you next week.